SAFM Radio and at Lizzie underscore Khan on Twitter. In our, in our Community Matters slot, we look at inspirational stories of people and initiatives that are making a difference in communities around South Africa. Tonight, our guest is a young climate change activist, Ayaka Militafa. Ayaka, thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us. It's a pleasure. Thank you very much. Good to be here. Ayaka, let's start off. Um, you are 17 years old, and as I said, it's, you're a young climate change activist. Um, would you say that as youngsters, uh, you kind of have a, a better understanding of you know what climate change is and what is happening to the world, whereas an, the older generation seems to still be a little bit stuck in their ways when it comes to actually what is going on around them and the truth of what climate change actually is? Yes, I definitely believe that because we as the youth understand that um, the future is ours. We are the ones that are going to live in this future. The older generation understands that I've already lived out my youth, I've already lived out my glory days, Mm -hmm. and I just have to sit down and retire and basically grow old. (laughs) So that's why I feel like they don't really care what's to come and they don't really take the time to understand that climate climate change, the effects of climate change, as well as how they can help the younger generation um, to fight this global disaster do you get a little bit frustrated um by the by the fact that uh, you know the older generation uh, don't take the time to to learn and to get uh, you know a fay with the with the with the information and the and uh, the studies sorry can you repeat the question are, are you a little bit frustrated with uh, with the older generation even like looking at government um you know yeah. and the initiatives that you know they're not taking the effort or maybe putting in the yeah. effort to to get the information Yes, I'm frustrated because I feel like people fail to understand the urgency and the the importance of tackling this issue head on because, like, this is an existential threat. Like, Mm. it threatens our basic life, our survival as people, as well as organisms, like every single thing living on this earth. So I don't understand how people can still neglect this issue or deny it and say it's not real or say they have more important issues to speak about at this moment. So that's really that's frustrating to me that they do not understand the urgency of this matter, as well as the government, because they aren't doing enough. What made you see the urgency? Um, so basically what made me see the urgency is like the day zero that we face um, here in the Western Cape, mm-hmm. the droughts that affected us very badly. Okay. My mom is a farmer, so we highly recommend on the rain. Like, you know, mm. We need the rain. Yeah, definitely. Because we are a farm, exactly. We have crops, we have wildlife, and all of these things need water. So that was like a hard blow to our like income as people that rely on farming. So that was a very big moment for me to actually get away. Because even in my communities and here in Kailita and Cape Town, um, I saw that people were suffering because they did not know much about how unsafe the drinking water is. And it's hard to go buy water at the stores. Yeah. You don't actually have money to buy enough groceries to sustain you for the whole month. So it was just a big realization to me that we have to do something about this because I'm sure the drought was caused by something. And that thing was climate change. How old were you at that point? It was about two years ago. Two years ago, hey. I was like 15. And, and how, how did you go about, you know, educating yourself um, and then almost mobilizing in order to, to kind of make, a, to start trying to make a difference? 
Um, I joined environmental initiatives like um, Project 90 by 2030, mm-hmm. which is an organization that strives for low carbon generation, uh, low carbon generation by 2030. And from then on, gave me like the skills and like the knowledge of climate change and how to tackle climate change. Then on, I joined, decided to join the African Climate Alliance, which is a youth-led movement um, where youth from South Africa. Basically, Cape Town. Um, we strike at the end of term to raise awareness about social injustices, um, like climate change. Mm-hmm. We raise awareness about that and go like march to the houses of parliament and give over a memorandum to the president. Basically, just asking that we know about climate change, we are aware of these issues, and it's time for you to actually stop neglecting this issue and face it head on. Now, Ayaka, a lot of people tend to think, uh, and I mean, I've heard this a lot of times, you know, that climate change and all that sort of stuff is first world problems. You know, this is Africa. We have got more pressing things to worry about. Mm-hmm. What do you say to people who have that kind of attitude? What I want to say to those people is that that's not true. Climate change is a phenomenon that will affect every single thing on the planet. And the worst part is we, as the global South, um, we as developing countries, will suffer the most, yeah. especially as Africa as like our position on the um, the geological scale. Mm-hmm. We like the, the the continent that is essentially the most vulnerable to climate change and we will suffer the most as we rely highly on agriculture and our natural resources and climate change is putting a threat on all these things because we won't really be able to use these um, and utilize these abilities. Those countries, they have things in place to actually adapt to climate change and also have mitigation processes and they know how to survive when climate change hits. We are the ones that are very so prepared for what's about to happen to us and what's already happening to us. You see this by the droughts in Cape Town, you see these the floods um, in KwaZulu Natal. So what I want to say to those people, they say these are first world countries, first world problems. It's not true. These will hit us hard. It will hit us the hardest as developing countries because we don't have things put in place to combat climate change. So it's definitely an issue for every single person and everyone should care about the climate emergency. Now, as you, as you mentioned, you know, it, it, climate change will definitely hit us uh, and, and the continent. And when I say us, I mean the continent of Africa in particular, the hardest because of um, just looking, as, as you said, the, you know, our geological landscape. Um, but then you've got countries like first world countries like the U.S. Um, where we're still looking at, you know, climate change denialists. Um, what should people be looking out for? Where can they go to get the information? Because it seems like, you know, people don't actually know uh, where to go and what information can be trusted. First of all, we have Google, so people can Google the information about climate change. And um, there are a number of organizations and um, places where you can go on the internet that tell you more in depth about climate change. You can even go to the AfricanClimateAlliance.org page, um, mm-hmm. the website. It will tell you more information about climate change and also how badly will affect us and also encourage you to come protest with us on like taking action against climate change. There are a lot of initiatives that are in the world right now to actually make sure that people know in depth about climate change. Even people in newspapers, they document you more about climate change. So when you go to the website of Google and Google climate change, there's a lot of information that will come out coming from reliable sources, coming from newspapers and news articles everywhere. Like we can't really say that these some sites are, maybe say, stretching the ball or something like that, but there are a lot of genuine good sites that tell us about climate change, even the statistics on climate change. Mm. So you can get information about climate change and how you as a person can help 
from anywhere these days because it's getting talked about more often and we are building more leverage and more people are supporting in the fight. So what's next for you? Um, what are your plans for 2020? Starting off now in, in, in January, I know that you've got big plans. I've got big, big plans, yes, because <laughs> I'm here in January on the 18th. I'm going to the World Economic Forum in Switzerland, divorce. This is a major platform. It will give me a chance to represent South African youth and some authentic South African voices and also give my touch as people that are living with climate change every single day. A lot of people that will experience it are people that are already experiencing um, the issues of climate change. So um, going to Switzerland is a very major opportunity for me because I'll finally get to represent my country and speak from a South African perspective and a South African narrative. Um, but you do need help, of course, getting to Davos. Um, uh, yeah. Tell me a little bit about that and where can people go to help you out to do that? Okay, so basically I need help in going to Davos. I understand that the people of Davos, they are paying for hotel accommodation, the flight and stuff like that. But we still need more things. For example, laptops, a smartphone, like internet, so on and so forth, as well as like warm clothes for the trip and just money for the up and down trips that we're having because my mom lives in Eastern Cape mm-hmm. and I live in Cape Town. So every time we have to go to the visa offices, she has to drive all the way to Cape Town in order to do all these things. Those And it adds up. come from our pockets. Yeah. You see, so that's why it's important that those things are catered for. That's why we're trying to make the decorative campaign. And also the reason why I need cell phones, like a proper cell phones and um, laptops, is will be networking. We will be networking with very different people and want to be able to exchange contacts, mm. want to be able to take pictures, want to be able to document whatever is happening in the divorce suit so that the people that have been supporting me here in Italy can get the full experience and live the experience with me as I'm posting the pictures, as I'm posting and just like reflecting on what's happening each and every day in on the divorce trip. So that's why I really need essentials and it's very cold at this time. In yes, it is. So I will need warm clothes, like, as you can tell. So you've so started yeah, the Backer Buddy campaign, am I correct? Oh, yeah, okay, you started yeah. a, 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 a Backer Buddy campaign. How much do you need in total? Yes. I need about 50000 in total. And how and much are you sitting on at the moment? I'm sitting on 5,000 rand at the moment. So we definitely need to get more more people involved. Um, so if people go to Back a Buddy, what do they need to type in in order to, to see your details and to be able to contribute? They must go to Back a Buddy. Wait, I'm sorry. Um, you can find the link on my Facebook page, okay. which is Ayaka Melitafa. You can also find it on my Instagram page, which is also Ayaka Melitafa. Those are where, like, they show the, all the information about my Backup Buddy campaign is and how you can help by donating and you can share to all your friends and everyone to make sure that this reaches a wider audience. Okay. Ayaka, let's see what, what, let's see what we can do. Uh, we're going to put up all those details on our social media pages. Um, and let's try to get to, you know, get to all the stuff that you need for Davos. We know that it's, that it's important. And we know that climate change is, is really a very, very important topic to be cho- talked about within the African context. And as you said, it's important that your voice is heard as a South African and as an African, uh, because a lot of times, you know, you, you, it's drowned out by those Western voices. So thank you so much for your time. Mm-hmm. And we're wishing you all the best.
Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, that is uh, Ayek Ayaka Melitafa. Go on to her Instagram as well as Facebook pages. Uh, you will get the link for her Back Buddy campaign. Uh, as she said, she is going um, to uh, Davos uh, on the 21st of January. She leaves on the 18th for the World Economic Forum. Um, she's going to be uh, you know, alongside panelists like Greta Thunberg, uh, who's obviously gained international acclaim um, for the great work that she is doing. But we, we need an African voice. We need somebody um, who will put our agenda first uh, because as I said a lot of times it gets drowned out by um, you know the western voices so let's see what we can do in order to help her uh, definitely very passionate uh, about this very important topic it's just gone uh, seven minutes uh, to eight uh, we're going to be bringing you the news at eight o'clock but first let's get back to the music